Who the fuck is Jimmy Boland? Jake Ray's the character from Blood Fist. I'm Sam. Just in case you have uh, a life in prison ahead of you, remember to get some karate training before you go in. I'm Jackie. Force of nature. More like call of nature. I'm Justin, and this is Blood Fist 3, Force of Nature on Sticker Madness. Hello and welcome to Sticker Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin, with me are always Sam and Jackie. This week on the show, currently streaming on Tubi Television, uh, starring Don the Dragon Wilson and Shaft, the late, great Richard Roundtree, and some kickboxing guys. I don't know. Maybe Sam's going to talk no. about them. I don't really care. Uh, no, there's not. This isn't even yeah. This isn't even a Blood Fist movie. I guess it is okay. a Blood Fist movie because they do this like eight more times or whatever. It's called Blood Fist 3, Force of Nature. Uh, Jackie. Forced uh, to fight. Forced to fight. Oh, Forced to fight? I thought it was Force of Nature. Oops. Uh, no. Dang it. That ruins my whole freaking intro. I know I got a call of fight. That doesn't work. Like, I, I was forced implying that it was fight. urine. Damn it. God. This thing's already starting out like crap. Yeah. Start over. <laughs> Uh, Jackie, uh, we did an episode and we were just discussing about it before we started. Uh, the only other Don the Dragon Wilson movie we've done for the podcast specifically was a movie called Night Hunter from 96, where he basically is shitty blade. Uh, do you remember that movie at all? No. Okay. I don't think you've seen a Don the Dragon Wilson movie ever. Is this, have you? No. Yeah. Like you don't remember kind of a. Uh, I don't want to be cruel, but uh, not attractive karate guy <laughs> from other movies. No. Okay. Am, am I wrong, Jackie? Is Don the Dragon Wilson not not good looking? <laughs> there wasn't a good looking guy in this entire movie. I I got yeah, specifically that one. Don the Dragon Wilson. He's kind of a deal. He's got. Seven of these goddamn movies, like somebody eight. eight there we go. Uh, somebody was like, "Okay, you're good at kicking. You've won some trophies at stuff. Let's put you on That's screen because we've seen thing. your face." My whole thing on um, that's the most interesting thing about the Blood Fist series is how Don the Dragon Wilson happens. Okay, all right. Did somebody is is in your boring bullshit a? Guy it's, in a tie. That's what it is. Guy in a tie it looks is. at him and says, "You look good on screen, Don." It's not a guy in a tie. It's a guy that we all know. Okay, I just, I, Jackie. I mean, I want. I'm just gonna go. I'm no, just no, gonna no, go. No, I gotta talk about his looks. This is the one time we get to do this, Jackie. He gets kicked in the face a lot. He gets kicked in the face. Okay, fine. He gets get. You know, I guess he's got a handicap <laughs> visually. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's not good looking. Okay. There we go. All right, all right. Go ahead, Sam. Like I said, not one good looking dude in this entire movie, and it's a prison and not movie. Even so old Richard Round- not even old Richard Roundtree? Yeah, it's Shaft. No. Have you have you seen Shaft, Jackie? Have you ever seen a Shaft movie? No. Okay. Good God. Yeah, he's he's the man. Anyway. Damn right. Yeah, this isn't a Blood Fist movie. No. This is just called Force to Fight. Yeah. And it wasn't looking good. So Corman was like, 
Oh, just slap the blood fist thing in front of it. We got we got a slot open up. It'll sell X amount of seats, and it sort of didn't. Mm-hmm. And then blood fist never went back to the theater again. But the tradition of blood fist lived on from this movie, not the two blood fists that are related that have the character Jake Ray. Those are the only two blood fists that are actually related to one another. The next six after that are independent movies with blood like blood fist presents could be like yeah the title but it's not it, there he's a different character in all of them night hunter is not a blood fist movie i'm not sure how it wasn't blood fist 9 or 8 and then 8 becomes 9 or whatever the hell because anyway in 1983 corman roger corman had sold new world uh, the distribution branch of New World for $17 million. Gotcha. He was supposed to receive... The The idea was he sold it to these lawyers, and his idea was is that he's they are going to run the distribution branch, and he's still going to get 15%. Who got the rights to the toys? No one really... <laughs> I don't... Blood so these guys paid him $17 million for futures on the distribution, and his... The, he just didn't want to have to run the distribution company anymore. Okay. So Lucas, Lucas like, is you guys a- are going to make like that much every year. I just don't care. I hate doing this. Mm-hmm. And they fucked it up. They called it Millennium. They didn't really do a good job. He had a project that he doesn't really put his name on. Like I had to kind of dig to see that. Wow. No, the Corman made that movie. Hard Bodies mm-hmm. comes out and um, he won't even let him fucking touch it. He's like, Columbia, when you want Hard Bodies? And they're like, yes, Hard Bodies made a ton of cash. And so they get bad blood. And they're like, well, you go, you did the hard bodies with Columbia. And he's like, oh, that's fine. I'm suing you for $400 million because that's what this company's <laughs> worth. I was just trying to not have to do this bullshit. You guys are too shitty to even do bullshit. <laughs> God damn. And so they settled out of court. And he's like, I would take the name back. You fucked that up, your millennium, whatever. I'm doing a new thing. And so it's. Concord and New Horizons mm-hmm. are the two branches. I don't sure which gets which, but it's, this is all just Corman stuff, right? right? And up to this point, uh, in 88, I believe that New Horizons and Concord had produced about, or they've distributed about 32 movies by this point. Maybe a little more. It's really hard to tell mm-hmm. because he's probably still spitting shit through Columbia mm-hmm. when he wants to actually make some money at the theater. Right. <laughs> but he sees the movie Bloodsport and is appalled. <laughs> he's what? appalled. What? what? By its $2 million budget. <laughs> and it's a production aesthetic. And he's like... That doesn't look like I could do that for $200,000. Uh-huh, what the? Okay. F- and he gives his staff and he's like, go find me a fucking karate guy. Mm-hmm. Go get the, go get, and I don't want you to do these Hollywood t- shots like this Van Damme fuck. He's obviously a fuck. I think he tried to actually get Van Damme to come over and Van Damme's like, no, I'm going to make too much money to work for you. He's like, oh yeah. And then <laughs> teach you. go, don't just get these glamour karate magazines. Give me the trades. I want rankings. And through a limited amount of research, they found out that Don the Dragon Wilson is like the fucking champion of champions in kickboxing. And Corman calls him. 
He doesn't even know if it's him and he's like, hello, my name is Roger Corman. If you're the kickboxing Don Wilson, I would like you to be in a movie you should call me. Who the so, fuck is Roger Corman? <laughs> he doesn't know who Roger Corman is, but oddly enough, he realized that kickboxing wasn't going to land him some sweet retirement gig. Because mm-hmm. it, it's really just like kickboxing at this point in the in the 80s and 90s. And Don Wilson had been kickboxing since 75. So he was on the front end of the American kickboxing movement. Really, on the front end of his career, he was probably spending more money than he was making. Yeah. Like, you really want to fight. Yeah. This is a fighter's... The fighter's fighting tournament was kickboxing in the 80s. It would be like UFC now. Correct. Or whatever is like UFC was 10 years ago or 15 years ago. Um. Anyway... uh. He can't get any of his normal guys to direct because the de- the deal that he made with his new uh, distribution company was so sweet that all of a sudden Winorski and Fred Olin Ray are like, why would we? Well, you're just going to distribute our products that we make on our own for such a sweet deal that why would we? Well, I mean, they're already making three movies already. Sorry, Roger. Plus, I don't really want to do a karate picture. So Terry Winkless had just done The Nest for... Nest. Didn't we do the we nest? just did an episode yeah, on the nest. the nest. Yeah. Um, and it was Julie. Julie's really going to start making a lot more of the production. She's doing a lot more of the producing now. <coughs> um, and then she didn't fuck that up. So there is like Terry, go down to uh, Manila, make this movie or whatever. And um, he kind of kept an eye on it, made sure that uh, it would. Go well, uh, Terry Winkless said that he helped in editing greatly. Like, it wasn't like he's reducing my artistic vision. It was like he showed me really how to tighten up a picture. Um, and this thing made like $15 million, probably. Mm-hmm. It mostly in video distribution, even though he was like shaking his fist at Van Nam. Mm-hmm. He also got on the movie poster because of the. The beginning of the first Blood Fists, after the name, it like lists their rest their <laughs> credentials. Cause he's also like, Don, do you know this guy, Bob Kamen, who won like nine kickboxing champions, a paltry amount to Don Wilson's eleven. Mm-hmm. Um it's like, yeah, it's like call him, he's in a movie too. And so in the first Blood Fist, you have like Bob Kamen, nine championships. Right. Don Wilson, eleven championships. Billy Blanks, Chris American. Karate fighter Billy Blanks was like the American champion of karate, and he got like gold in the Olympics when they slated karate in the Olympics. Um, Billy Blanks wasn't even slated to be in that movie; he was just Catherine Bach's bodyguard. Oh. When they're down there shooting, they had an open spot, and the Terry Wingles is like, "Do you want to do this?" So, Blood Fist isn't really just the beginning of Don Wilson; it's the beginning of Don Wilson and Billy Blanks. Mm-hmm. What didn't Billy Blanks have like a Tybo? Yeah, Tybo, like, workout thing. Who's Catherine Bach, Jackie? I don't know. They have shorts, shorts named after her. Tiny shorts. That's your hint. I don't know who that is. Hot Pants McGee. Hot Pants McGee. <laughs> White Daisy Jeep Ch- Wrangler. Yeah, does that help? Orange no. Dodge Charger. Daisy Dukes. She's Daisy Dukes. She's oh, Daisy Dukes. yeah. Okay. Yes. You Ironically, said- her bodyguard would become more famous than her because you don't even remember her. 
And you barely even remember her <laughs> pant style. Because right. we've all got Linda Carter mind. We were, we're the three of us are Linda Carter people. So I was I'm not really embroidering how much Roger Corman was just like shaken to the fiber of his being over the fact that um, Bloodsport made 50 million dollars and looked like shit mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it wasn't just those like shots being fired in the opening credits. He issued a one hundred thousand dollars challenge. He was like. Fight my guy for a hundred grand, Van Dam. Oh, wow. Okay, so he's pulling an Elon here. Yeah. And Don Wilson in an interview, they're like, "You're not really going to happen." And he's like, "Well, no. I mean, I think he gets too much money to fight me for a hundred thousand, but honestly, he shouldn't have represented himself as a as a former world champion because there's a lot of former world champions." Uh, that would really kick the shit out of him, myself included. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but do you have an ass that looks like this? It's a pretty shitty Belgian accent. He does not. That's the thing. Well, I mean, you know, Van Damme did do some kickboxing, yeah. but he did yeah. just as much ballet, right? Right, right. Yeah. Um, He's a performer. So... That's why they were Bloodfist, because Bloodfist made money. Right. Um, okay. Do you know who did? An alumni, because there's other people in these Bloodfist movies, including like uh, Gary Daniels mm -hmm. and Steve James okay. and then Cat Sassoon. Do you remember Cat Sassoon? I she died know. of an overdose. So no. It was Vidal Sassoon's oldest daughter. Okay. She was in a uh, she was a Corman starlet, apparently, of this era until she OD'd in 2000. Mm. But, uh, and that Gary Daniels actually does fight Don Wilson in a exhibition, three round exhibition match, mostly just to wave his middle finger at Van Dam over one thing or another too. Cause Gary Daniels did win a world kickboxing championship as well. Okay. Um, so yeah, this one is just a movie called Force to fight. And they put blood, and then that's the every Don the Dragon Wilson movie after this is like outside of Night. And I think that's the problem with when you're like Jackie, do you don't know Don the Dragon Wilson. Even when we were in high school, I was a big karate guy, and our friend John was like, "Oh, it's got Don the Dragon Wilson," and I was like, "Yeah, Don the Dragon Wilson. I mean, he's a good fighter, but uh, the movies are not so entertaining." I was I. I think a lot of people also confuse him with Philip Ree, who's in yeah. Best of the Best. Sure. And in terms of these movies, and I have to now watch the rest of The Blood Fist because of how ludicrous that story I just told was. Um, I think the the martial arts franchise that descends into the most madness is Best of the Best because Best of the Best for is ridiculous. They're is. like blowing up planes yep. and jumping motorcycles. Right. And it's like, these are tournament fighting guys. Yeah. These are karate guys. Not, not like karate SWAT team guys or karate commandos. These are just karate guys. <laughs> these characters are, are sportsmen. 
Yeah. They're jumping motorcycles over exploding uh, airplanes now. But I might be wrong because Bloodfist just beat a dead horse for eight movies and God knows what happens in the next fucking five of them, right? Right. But yeah. Uh, in terms of Don the Dragon Wilson, you've got a guy whose Wikipedia page. He's in all these movies, right? The bottom... 10% of his Wikipedia page has anything to do with his acting because his movies are really not very good. <laughs> oh, you think? I mean, some of them are fun. That one, you, You're claiming that you really like the vampire one. Hey, we well, like I don't even remember it. We gave dues to it. <clears throat> um, And because he's a fighter first and foremost, he fought up until like 2000. His Gary Daniels exhibition match was like in the 2003 or maybe. I mean, I could be wrong about that, but it was, it was fairly late. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, he's a fighter first and foremost. He won 11 championships. Um, before this, I think I said that he actually had like four bit parts. So he was wanting to get into acting. So when Corman called, he didn't know who the fuck Roger Corman was. But he's like, oh, another movie thing. I had no idea it would be like this. Um, <laughs> That's what everybody says when they get in bed with Roger Corman. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea it was going to be like this. And I just love that Corman was like, ah, motherfuckers. <laughs> That piece of shit. I'll show you how to make a picture. And then does. And it works. And that worked out okay. And then just like Corman's off into other Corman in business. <laughs> like whatever, buddy. Squirrel. <laughs> yeah. What? It only took me. It only took two months to make that thing anyway. What the hell? Um, <laughs> I think he should. I think he should try Bloodsport again. I, I, I think he was a little pissed off. He might like it. <laughs> I think he has a really good point. I, I don't I don't say that he doesn't like Bloodsport. I think what he notices <coughs> and if you watch the first Blood Fist, it has exactly the same production aesthetic as Bloodsport. Yeah. Yeah. It is like it, it's the same movie almost with like a who done it mm-hmm. added and mm-hmm. some more nudity. Like he's like, you know what? Bloodsport doesn't have a mystery, and it also doesn't have some big titties. <laughs> well, Bullion. Bloodfist does. Bullion and I would kick your fist. ass, Van Dam. <laughs> but its production aesthetic is is virtually the same. Uh, it looks the same. Like there's when you watch Bloodsport, there's like just something about the way they filmed it. It's like they, you almost accuse it of being filmed in like 16 millimeter or something. Yeah, right? yeah. It, it's not. A good it just doesn't movie. look. Yeah. It looks off. It looks off. The color is not great. It's like the frame rate's kind of mm-hmm. wacky. Mm-hmm. And that's like Corman's like, this shit costs two million dollars and. By all accounts, Blood Fist costs like $250,000, maybe $300,000. <laughs> so I think it was like an exercise in Corman being Corman and dancing off into the sunset once again. And the guy going, well, yeah, but I made $50 million. Is like, I did 30 pictures that made 15 because I've just got an open invitation at the video store. Go fuck yourself, sir. Yeah, I, uh, Jackie, I, I, I hope that you're on the same page as me that I think, like, what are we going to give uh, an age rating to on Bloodsport? I'm thinking, like, 13. We show the kid Bloodsport and he breaks his fragile little mind. 13? I, I wouldn't Anytime have now. him watch. Anytime now. No. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, just, just show him the Van Damme movie. That's Bloodsport. That's Bloodsport. That's what I'm talking about. 
Oh, he sorry. needs to find Blood Fist on his own. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, Don the he Dragon Wilson is not somebody you force down. <laughs> That's just me. I don't man. know if he's he's ten. I, he might not be ready for Bloodsport. Well, you know what's going to happen? He's ready. Okay, is that he's going to find out about some movie like that on his own, and uh, then you'll know it's time. Well, he, but I'm thinking. He's already watched a bunch of. I probably movies. sub. I saw Bloodsport when I was like when it came out. Yeah, but that's not really saying much. No, because I was already just haul. I mean, I'm fucking all in on karate movies when I'm like seven years old, right? Yeah. So Bloodsport's never gonna make it past my radar. Right. Mm. Yeah. All right. Anyways, um, let's get let's get on with this thing. We've been 20 minutes into Roger Corman. Uh, yeah. not even talking about it. The most interesting thing about this movie is about the first Blood Fist. There's zero interesting things about this movie other than it's not really a Blood Fist movie. Other than the fact that Richard Roundtree's in it, which I think is an odd fit. Yes, I know that Shaft, you know, the, the legacy of Shaft isn't, you know, going to pay your paychecks for the rest of time, but I think you're better than this Richard Roundtree. Like, Who's Richard Roundtree? Shaft! <laughs> God damn it, Jack. Jesus. Well, what? what? I haven't seen it. So, uh, what character is the, he in this movie? He's Stark. He's the he's the guy that could the also only play other Shaft. guy in the movie that does a lot of acting. Yeah. Oh, he's the bunk mate. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Kind of a big deal. Uh, God rest his soul. He was a, apparently a really, 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 really nice guy. Like everybody loved Richard Roundtree. Like, who's your best friend? Oh, it's Richard Roundtree. Um, yeah. yeah, supposedly really nice guy. The, supposedly Don, Don Wilson's a nice guy too. I'm sure. I'm sure. Anyways, so here we are. This is a Men in Prison movie. Oh, I wish I'd known about that beforehand. I'm not a big like. I, I don't like prison movies. I don't like prison movies. I don't even like the ladies in prison movie. You know, like Kate Sheets, kind of hot, but like not really. It sucks. It sucks. It's just it's boring because nothing, boring. nothing There's happens. Nothing no one goes anywhere. Prison. That's the point this of prison. There's nothing to do. A, yeah, uh, this one actually does a decent job of making it at least look like there's a lot to the prison, but it sucks. Um, and then, oh, you know, on. I can name a singular moment that even makes prison movies worse is, uh, you know, Roman brings over Ricky of the story of Ricky. And I'm like, oh, not another fucking prison Greatest movie. And that shit happens in front ever. of you. And you're like, fuck every other prison movie. Fuck them all. Yeah. Yeah. Ricky O's pretty great. Uh, Shawshank. <laughs> it's my favorite movie. Shawshank is a good prison movie that happens a lot of places that aren't prison. It starts uh, out outside of prison. It ends outside of prison. And that's the thing. Like when it's like. When it starts with you're in prison and it ends in the prison, what you've really done is made a movie where your camera crew doesn't have to go anywhere. Right, right. It's just fucking lazy. Yeah. And even the viewer knows it's fucking lazy. Uh, ironically, I also wrote a book that nobody read that takes place about in prison. prison. Yeah. Yeah, I so think books about I might be prison are fine. I might actually like prison. I just don't maybe like this movie. And I didn't like that other prison movie that you brought that was like gross, ugly ladies having sex in prison. Uh, Jackie, prison movies? Yeah, your day. No. Shawshank? They're 
I, I agree with Shawshank. Yeah, Green Mile. Yeah. But. I'm, I'm, no, no, just Shawshank. He's got bug breath. He's got bug breath in Green Mile. Doesn't make sense. But the uh, average prison movie, I'm with Sam. It's just fucking lazy. Yeah. And it's boring as fuck. Yeah, they're confinement films. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's like that one movie where uh, I think it was Ryan Reynolds was in a box buried underneath the ground. Oh, yeah. What was that? And it that movie sucked, too. Yeah, that movie sucked. Because, I mean, that's like even, even lazier worse. than prison movie because you're in a box claustrophobia and you can't go movies anywhere. Are the, the claustrophobia pictures are the worst. Alien um, 3? Alien 3 is a prison movie? Alien 3, I, I thought I didn't hate, but I tried to watch it again, and it was so goddamn boring. Yeah, it's really boring. <laughs> um, Yeah. David Fincher did not enjoy that experience, apparently. I read that recently. Yeah. That he's He claims that that film is the way it is, and it was not his fault. He was basically held at gunpoint to do everything he did on Alien 3. <coughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, so anyways, Jimmy. Jimmy's our guy. Jimmy Bolin. Uh, he is in prison because he was at the wrong place at the wrong time. Some guys got in a fight and some guy died and they're like, Hey, it's gotta be the Asian dude that did it. Cause I, he's gotta, I, I don't know how they made the connection, whatever. But anyways, he's in prison for man's laughter for something he didn't do, or maybe he did. We'll just it's not real. Clear. Skip ahead that he's. He was at a bar that he liked to hang out with and shit got crazy, but he's a little drunk and then he's registered as a deadly weapon. So when he karate fights the bar fight and kills a guy, it's not even really clear that he was involved. Anyways, whatever. He's in for a crime he didn't really commit. Uh, And uh, uh, this prison is the warden is trying to become the attorney general of X state, whatever the state is. Uh, California. Okay, sure. Fine. And so he's got a like a political face that he's trying to put on, which is nothing bad happens in his prison at all. Not just that, but he's automated most of the system. He's got 10 percent of the guards because all these cameras do twice the work Mm -hmm. of a guard. Right. A lot less drug dealing. But don't. So he, he doesn't say that specifically that there's dirty prison guards, but there's there's got to be right. Um, and uh, his like head psychologist is becoming the new warden. Is that what's happening I here? Don't like, even I don't know want what this guy is. Is like, there such a thing as an assistant warden? I think it's the psychologist. Okay, I can't tell. I mean, that's I thought who was the most. Next executive officer to prison was the psychologist. I mean, that's how that, that's how it worked. But I don't. You can't go from being a prison warden to the attorney general. They're two. And you, you need to be an attorney, and if you're an attorney, you wouldn't be a prison warden. Yeah, there, there's you? also a step in between the two. Uh, it's head of the Department of Corrections. A warden is just the guy that runs one prison. There's many prisons, guy. You need to move up to like to be the top cop. You you're not there. You, I mean, you're barely even a cop when you're the warden. He's not a cop. He couldn't even run a block. Yeah, exactly. I I, I just like wardens. I mean, I'm sure that there's like really hardworking wardens out there, but really, all you're trying to do is not have riots 
I think. That's your job. Keep these people alive. Yeah. That's you're, you're it. The, you're the comptroller of a prison. Yeah, you're the comptroller. The warden's not even really, like, it's the principal. And you think the principal's like, oh, when you're in school, the principal's like the man. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's the, that's the man, man. And he's like, kid, I sign checks. Make sure the lunch ladies show up. You don't know the half of it. I am not the man. You're not in charge. The superintendent's in charge. The school board's in charge. The yeah. Department of Education's in charge. You're not in if charge. You're the you're warden. The you're the babysitter. Yeah, you're, you're the babysitter. I mean, you're not even really the babysitter. The guards are the babysitter. All you are is an administrator. That's it. It's like really mundane and boring. It's not sexy at all. And you can't go from warden to attorney general. You can't. Who's going to vote for you? Nobody's even heard of you. I'm ready. I'm not ready. I'm I'm reluctant and I'm I'm hopeful that this doesn't happen. But I feel like with certain political climate that some people that aren't attorneys are going to start getting elected attorney generals in states because it's an elected position and you can't stop it from happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I absolutely. It's it's just like here, we have to vote for our, the manager of the sewer. Like, why are we voting for the sewer manager? It's not a political position. How would one even know if somebody's qualified to be the sewer manager when you're voting on the ballot? Oh, well, he's got a D or an R. Well, I identify as a D or an R. I'm voting for that guy. You don't vote for the sewer manager. It's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea. It's like the fucking <coughs> coroner is an elected official. The too. coroner. Why do you vote that for the really coroner? That guy really just needs to be the best doctor we have. Yeah. Yeah. Not some guy we vote on. Yeah. Hey, if we lived in a cool world, like where awesome stuff happened, would you vote for RoboCop for Top Cop? RoboCop make a good uh, dirty I would journal? vote for Rob- RoboCop for mayor of uh, Detroit. Yeah. What about uh, AG of Michigan? Jackie, you voting for RoboCop? No. No. Nope. RoboCop only works in really fucked up cities. Yeah, I guess he I, would have to make it shitty so that he had a, a the dead or alive. You're coming with me. Uh, if, yeah. if he's like, oh, everything's going pretty good, actually. RoboCop's not got nothing to do. And he's got a short circuit. Yeah, he's just mayor material. He's going to turn into Mitch the mayor McConnell. is like the thing <laughs> that what qualifies you from for being the mayor mm-hmm. that you're unqualified to have any profession or position in on the planet Earth. You're perfect to be the mayor. Because mayors are stupid. Yeah. They are. Yeah, they are. And then when you're like, this came straight from the mayor, I'm like, oh, oh, well, yeah, I'll get right to that. Okay, the fucking mayor. What about Murtaugh? Murtaugh for AG? Murtaugh? Mayor. Mayor. Oh, Murtaugh would make a good mayor. Who would make a good AG out of uh, movies? The Lincoln lawyer, the McConaughey thing. (laughs) Yeah. It was that Mississippi burning. Mississippi burning. (laughs) Tom Cruise's from the firm. No. 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 That's a mayor. (laughs) Tom Cruise's from the rain man. Mayor. Tom Cruise is like the mayor of Scientology. Tom Cruise is from Top Gun. If you're the top cop, you could be Top Gun. Top Gun, Top Cop. He's like the the mayor of a township. Top Gun. (laughs) 
<laughs> Man, I think Maverick would be a pretty shitty mayor. <laughs> oh, yeah. But the thing is, is that most cities are set up that it just came straight from the mayor's office. And it, you can't. It's like when you're the mayor, you only have enough rope to hang yourself with. Mm-hmm. There's only so much that you can fuck up. I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you could, but. Yeah. Dustin Maybe Hoffman from Rain Man. Pop cop. Okay, anyways. So that's what's going on. That's the setting of this movie. Uh, there's a guy. His name is Luther. Did you see Dustin Hoffman from Rain Man? Yeah, top cop. He's the he's the comptroller. No, he's he's running for AG. Yeah. If no. Jeff if yeah. Jeff Sessions can do it, uh, Rain definitely seven hundred and forty three parking stanchions. <laughs> uh oh. Um. Did you know? Speaking of Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man, the uh oh farted. Uh, fart. Uh, Dustin mm-hmm. Hoffman farted, and that's all. Just ad-lib. stated character. That's all ad lib. He farted, and the first thing that popped into his mind was, "Uh oh," because they're filming, and he's like, "It's gonna smell real bad in here." Tom Cruise's. How do I do this? They haven't said cut. Uh oh. Uh oh. Fart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> he farted on Tom Cruise in a phone booth. It's great. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh so. Uh, 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 so there's this guy, Luther, he's a bad guy. Uh, he, uh, is, uh, moving drugs somehow to a different cell block. And that comes into play later. We don't need to worry about the details, but he is also a butt fucker and is raping Jimmy's friend. And Jimmy's like in the very first like, scene. Right, well, the warden's giving a press tour. There's a guy getting butt raped right there. Uh, that was the longest. It leads day of- in with a really, yeah. I didn't. I'm like, right when it starts, I was like, oh goddamn it, prison movie. Yeah. And then it starts with a oh, right. raping of a teenage boy that shouldn't even be in prison. And you're like, this is terrible. Yeah. And then comes Jimmy. He's like, hey, what's going on in here? We're butt raping your friend, and he's like. Uh, it just stands there. He doesn't save shit. They like the record scratches. <coughs> they all turn around and look at him and nothing happens. The guy gets killed right in front of him. He's like, like nice job, if, karate guy. If you're going to stop me from raping this guy, I'll just kill him in front of you. Yeah. His behavior makes no sense either. True. Yeah. Nonsense. It doesn't make any sense. This this movie doesn't make a lot of sense. And we'll get to that. So uh, uh, Jimmy kicks the shit out of them, beating up all these dudes. One guy is getting the shit kicked out of him. Like, they're not even landing a punch. They can't land a punch on Jimmy. And so he stops and takes his shirt off. And he's like, yeah, now we're going to go. And that doesn't matter. (laughs) He still can't land a punch. (laughs) Yeah, this is actually pretty funny. It is. He's, He's pretty funny. When you take your shirt off. The only time you take your shirt off is if you're going to be able to land a punch. This was a waste of taking your shirt off. You're not worthy of oh, yeah. taking your shirt off, guy. It also introduces us to the idea that this prison has no containment on the amount of shivs in it. Yeah, no shit, huh? There's knives Because there's like five shivs in this scene. Yeah, this guy's got shivs. He's there's coming just at- shivs everywhere. It doesn't matter. He gets the reverse stab at me. I grab the knife with your hand and stab you in the tummy. With your own hand. Uh, the press, they see this fight on screen and they're like, hey, the what's that? Oh, don't worry about that. Look, look over here. Look over here. And uh, the warden now wants to keep a lid on all this stuff. 
And that's where the problems with the movie start. Um, so they move Jimmy to cell block three, which okay. is like a more tougher cell yeah. block. So they're like, all right, you're up shit creek, mm-hmm. buddy. We're sending you to cell block C, the worst cell block. And I'm like, so the cell block with Luther, mm-hmm. the rape, the murder, mm-hmm. and the buckets of shivs mm-hmm. is not the bad cell block. Yeah, that's... That's what happens is cell block C like where the event horizon got to yep. Yep. <laughs> like is is it actually on the other side of a portal to hell because the cell block he's in seems pretty fucking bad. Yeah, they've got uh, Jason there. They've got Freddy there. They've got the aliens. They've got the predators. It's not great in cell block C. No. <laughs> they just they just get a baseball bat full of nails, stick it up your ass, and parade around like it's a like you're like you're some giant monster's jazz hands up your ass with nails or something. That's cell block C. Okay, yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, the there's another guy. What? Oh, blue uh, in cell block C. Blue was getting drugs from Luther somehow because the cell blocks, again, we're not going to get hung up on the details, but it doesn't make any sense. Uh, and doesn't, yeah. Now that Luther's dead, his supply has run out because the guards find his prison stash in the toilet wine. And so he is like, well, the guy that killed Luther is my enemy now. So we're going to kill him. I feel like the, the the lead guards, like, if I don't get mine, this shit's over. He says something like that. Like, mm-hmm. it, it has to have a guard in on it for any drug scheme, right? Right, right. Um, so I think, if I was to guess, there is some level of sense that can be made here is that Luther being upright and breathing is such a kingpin of crime that he has money coming from the outside to the guards. If Luther is dead, that supply of money is cut off, therefore making it uh, impossible for the guards to keep up Blue's drug thing, because one, the drugs are going to go away. Two, I'm not getting paid. The the jig is up, Blue. The gravy trade is over. Okay. Also, he's been selling drugs for like multiple tins of do wave <laughs> it's got like eight tins of do wave uh so they put jimmy in the same shell shell the same shell as Kaft, the same cell as shaft um shaft is a guy named uh stark in this movie he is uh we never find out i don't think why stark is in prison but he has uh reformed himself uh rehabilitated he is uh more of a uh follower of uh the non-violence even though he's a big malcolm x fan uh he, he it seems like he's read a lot more dr martin luther king and follows his like i'll i'll fucking i'll i'll stand yeah. by but for the most part i'm pretty zen and people come to me for advice. I'm also like, uh, I studied and became a lawyer, I think, in, in I prison. Think and so I he's at least help you with read your read himself to being able to pass the bar. Yeah. But could have possibly, if it was available to him, he's become a lawyer yeah. in prison. Yeah. He's got one of those cool African hats. I don't know what those are called. Um, I don't either. You know, they're just like a round thing. Like, we're not allowed to wear them get our ass kicked but i think they're cool hats 
Uh, and then, then we find, we meet, uh, my first note is some nerdy guy comes and sits with Jimmy at lunch because nobody will yeah. sit with Jimmy. This nerdy guy is not a nerdy guy. He's a pedophile. And I'm guessing his real last name is Diddler. I think it's just, no, that's what I they call him. I think they just call him a kitty diddler. But he goes by Diddler, and later in the movie, when tragedy befalls the Diddler, they're like, no, not Diddler. And he's like, thanks, Diddler. If you're friends with the guy, you wouldn't call him, hey, thanks, pig fucker, if that's what he got you know, caught for. Like, that's his name. His name is Diddler. You can't. And it's no, just a rare no coincidence. That he is also a Diddler? No. No, I think this movie glazes over the fact that this guy who we're supposed to have a compassionate, oh, that poor man, is a pedophile. No, you can't have compassion for him. That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. Even like later when the movie, when he's like trying to be better, you're like, ah, no. yeah, I can't get behind it. No, I can't it. get behind this guy. No, this movie tries to <coughs> just gloss over that. Nope. Mm -mm, we're not. No, nope. <laughs> nice try. Uh-uh. Uh, yeah. So, um, there's a also Whitehead who I think is a white supremacist. Wheelhead. 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 Whitehead. Well, whatever. Is he is he a white yeah. supremacist? Is that yeah, what's going on? He's supposed to be he's pretending. Okay. He just wants to be prison gang boss. Yeah. Okay. He's shitty prison gang boss. Blue is moderately passable prison gang boss. They're playing the race card, the both of them on the front end. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks for killing that black guy. You took out one of the One's on the other side, and Blue's like, how dare you kill one of our black guys? And Shaft is like, those aren't my guys. That guy was a piece of shit. I don't deal with pieces of shit. I don't care if he was black yeah. or white. I'm not, I don't, the guy fucked He's up. got the old guys, but there's old guys that are numerous enough, and there's enough of them that are big that nobody fucks with them. Yeah, right. Did you notice the murals inside of the lunchroom? I did not. The Jesus mural? There's a Jesus one, and okay. there's also one... Where there's a like it's a van and there's like a projection of a movie, and there's a dude standing behind a woman just cupping one breast. Ooh, <laughs> yep, in front of the van. So it's like the prisoners got to make their own murals, and whoever did these was like, you know what the prisoners would make is with some people getting down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what they like. And really Jesus. weird fucking murals. Yeah, nice job, our department. Uh, so, uh, uh, Wheelhead comes over. He's like, hey, thanks for killing that, uh, darkie. And, uh, he's like, uh, I'm not your bud, pal. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he takes a swing at him, but he ducks and he punches out his own bud. And that's, like, one of the only funny things that happens in this movie. Like, hey, I was just standing here. You punched me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your bud. Um, later, uh, they're, uh, him and, uh, Stark are hanging out, talking, and reading books and talking about books and Stark is an educated man. And he's like, the thing is what reading gives you is knowledge is power. And Jimmy says, this is my power and shows him his fist, which to me says, Jimmy is Jimmy. You're a stupid man. Aren't you? Yes. <laughs> I read all those books and they didn't punch anybody in the yeah. face. Not like this fist can. <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge is power, and I have none of it. Okay. <laughs> you said it, bud, not me. <laughs> so uh, he uh, 
uh, oh, what the hell? Oh, uh, this group stops Jimmy with blue in it, and they punch him out, and this guard stops, breaks it up, and, and, and blue vows to kill Jimmy, and blah, blah, blah. This goes on for a while. Uh, yeah. Back and forth, he gets work duty in the laundry room, which is where the white supremacists are, and they're like, hey, you want to be pals with us? And he's like, I'm pals with no one, buster. And okay, we'll fight this guy. And he kicks him through a bunch of sheets. And that, now Did the you white supremacist that guy? Are like, you're going to kill. We're going to kill you, Jimmy. Who? The guy he fights here. Yeah, I did. I did. But I couldn't put my finger it's on it. the big it. guy from Gymkhana. It is. Gymkhana. Gymkhana. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I didn't know that guy was going to. Yeah, Gymkhana is like a one-off. Nobody ever should have been in another movie ever from that thing. Um. So uh, now they want him dead, too. Uh, Jimmy's only friend is a pedophile. That's who he hangs out with because he's the only one to talk to him. Uh, that's cool. Um, he's like, let's go exercise in the yard by pedophile friend. <laughs> let's get some exercise. He's, so this is where he's like, they have the family time, which is like, whoa, this seems like it's way over the uh -uh. regs on what you'd be able nope. to do visitation-wise. Nope, nope. And he's just like, no, 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 no. Oh, dancing children. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, Super can't get behind this guy no matter how, what he does now because he's wanting to just bang some inmate's kid. Yeah. And then Don comes up and he's like, hey, did you see the counselor? And he's like, yeah. And starts crying. Let's go get. Let's go get some exercise. So that's why he doesn't really want him to go get exercise. He's like, "You need to get the fuck out of here, you fucking freak. You think? Get the fuck out of here. You don't have any family. Get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go throw some iron around. You can watch. I'll throw some for you. Well, some guys they come at him. They try to shiv him, and he fights them. He he eventually he's holding the bar the it's not a press. real bench press bar no it's just I, a bar it can't be but if it was then he could you wield it that would be a no it, uh, you wouldn't want to get hit with that thing you couldn't wield it because it's so weighty from the outside like it's just it has no swing it has too much mass if you could wield the size of a person that could wield a forty five pound uh, barbell bench press barbell as a weapon. I mean, you're like talking about the guy that played the mountain in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. only the strongest of the strong men would be able to do it. And still, physics is against you being able to get it up to any level of speed, kind of a thing. Could you imagine getting whacked in the face with one if of those? you got. You're done. Yeah, if a person got it up to speed, it's like getting hit in the face by a bag of baseball bats. Yeah, it would. It would I'm pretty sure it would like you would go, die. You go. It all would the way crush through. your skull. Yeah, if you could left. get a swing behind that thing and you connected to the side of someone's head, they would have permanent damage, if not just being dead. Yeah. See, they should have ran with it here. Yes, it's not a real bench press bar and blah blah blah. But they like they could have done something with it. Like they did. I think done. It was a middleweight champ. That's a, that's a lot to put. I mean, I guess you could make it's a fake a one, but they're not going to make anything. They're not going to make a prop it for this, right? It would have been something in this movie we could have talked about, but instead we're they're talking in the, about what we wish. They're we in had. Manila shooting this. They're yeah. like, do you have a bar? No, we have one. That, the town over has a metal bar. <laughs> okay. It ends with some guy getting stabbed in the tummy 
on his own. Again, they're because like because he's got a double sided shift. Got a double sided yes. shift. That's dumb. Who the fuck does that? That's Bad where idea. you have and some ideas to the shiv problem in this prison is that there's so many shivs that people are adding panache to their <laughs> shivs so they can tell them apart. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so they're like, yeah, well, the, the, the Asian guy killed him, uh, again. Uh, so they put him in solitary, um, and Shaft or Stark, he, he goes to, uh, wheelhead and he's like, uh, I, I'm working on your appeal and all, but, but I need you to back off of Jimmy. Um, cause I have motivations there for some reason. And wheelhead's like, okay, I'll do that. Um, he does. He's got 12 days until he's out. I'm like, I need you to fucking leave my roommate alone for 12. He's not your roommate fucking- anymore, though. He's in solitary. Yes, he is. He's in solitary. Oh, yeah. I forgot because he gets put in solitary. And I wrote down this note. Solitary has Kenny G. <laughs> the saxophone in solitary confinement is mm-hmm. very smooth. Uh, so some guy. Uh, I Is this the wannabe warden he's like let jimmy out yes this is the guy stark so the warden is goddard and i believe taylor's the psychologist but he's playing warden he's at the warden's desk maybe goddard is the head of corrections but either doesn't matter this guy is like we gotta keep jimmy with Stark so that Stark gets fucked up somehow. Why? Because he knows that when Stark gets out, all of the litigation is going to, he's going to make it rain lawsuits on that prison. Oh, I see. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Cause it seems like Stark is the only thing that's keeping this prison from turning into it like a total freaking riot his place yes because that's how bad of a prison he's like trust me guys when i get out of here this is not even this is a slam dunk these motherfuckers are all fired and half of them will be in here Hmm. okay yeah seems like you want that guy on your side but i guess not uh so uh the jimmy he gets out of solitary because of this and he goes and hangs out with stark and his pals and uh they drink some toilet wine and that's good um, and he gives Jimmy gets to be a gardener now. Cause all the old guys are, are they're in the horticulture side of prison. That's what they do. It's probably a program that Stark has put together. Like, Oh, we need to trust me. This is going to work out. Stark seems to have made his own bed here. He also peddles hope. Like it will make him a little darker than he could be. Right. Mm. So everyone in the prison he has an angle on because he can peddle hope. Like, I, I know the law. I might be able to help you. Right. Except for Blue or anyone who's never going to get out because there is no hope for them. Right. That's why later on with Blue, he won't be able to uh, convince him to do anything. He's like, what What can you give me? I don't have hope. I just need to be the king of this shit mountain. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my only hope. Well, Blue, I'm on top. Blue has got a gang ready to strike on Jimmy the gardener now in the garden. Uh, the pedophile overhears all this shiv talk and he goes to try to warn Jimmy, but he's chased off by one of the shivers. And so he goes to Stark and he tells them 
or tells him, well, a bunch of guys come at Jimmy, and Jimmy's fighting with the rake, and they're kicking over all the plants. And Jackie's like, no, not the plants. They did nothing wrong. Uh, and then. Yeah, that was that was the high point for me in this movie is when the plants are getting murdered. I cared more about the fucking plants <laughs> than I did about anybody else in this movie. Yeah. Like, no, not the petunias. Not the plants. That's right. Kill the men. These men are assholes. <laughs> right. I thought that probably my favorite part of the movie happens here. When one of the uh, guys, the fighter attackers that never shows back up in the movie mm-hmm, again, mm-hmm. does like a handstand handspring over. Yeah. Oh, he does a cartwheel. Yeah. He does like over a cartwheel the over the top of one of the uh, nursery tables and lands and then immediately gets punched in the face and just falls down. <laughs> that, was that was funny. That was a good one. Uh, yeah. So then... Uh, uh, Stark comes in, he breaks it all up. Uh, he says, Blue, if you got a problem with this guy, it should be just between the two of you. And so they fight. It's a pretty even match. It looks like Blue might win, but then Stark breaks it up and he gives some speech about, uh, I don't know, fighting yourself. The second. He outs, he outs Blue for being uh, manipulative towards the other men in the prison, that he is making money hand over fist for the drugs, mm. that he is paying the guards to keep you know, certain people, blah, 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 blah. So he He's, he breaks down Blue's operation in front of everyone, and then everyone is immediately pissed at Blue. And he's doing it for Do-Wave. Do-Wave. <laughs> like, he doesn't... That's the thing, is that... What does he get out of the drug operation? Because he's never getting out, right? No, no. It doesn't make any sense why you'd have this guy doing it. You'd have somebody else doing it. And this guy would just be an enforcer for mm-hmm, that person. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, uh, so they, uh, I guess the, the, this, the warden to be, or the, he's now the warden. I don't know. Uh, he tells blue to kill, uh, Jimmy and Stark tells him to kill him. He's had enough of their shit. And, but nobody likes blue anymore because, uh, of Stark's, uh, a plus speech that he gave. Like, yeah, I found myself and I found peace inside and I don't want to, do your dirty work anymore, Blue, because you suck. Uh, yeah. So. They're like, wait a second. We should just get along. It's going to go a lot better. God damn it. Let's go clean up that garden. Yeah. We made a mess. But, do you need any help? And then I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure they're done cleaning up that mess that took. Okay, I guess you can help with what? I'm not sure. We can water. We can seed. We can... Uh, Pee pee on our knees. What? That's not gardening. Pee <laughs> pee yeah, on your knees. So you just like walk at me. I'm gonna pee on myself in an awkward way because there's nothing. You get on your knees if you're a man or a woman, and you start peeing. You're just peeing on yourself. What if you're peeing on each other's knees? Maybe that's what oh it yeah. Is. We can water pee on sports. our knees. <laughs> just stand up if you're gonna play water sports. Just get pee more. You get pee everywhere. It'll be more fun. Peeing on your knees is stupid, Jackie. <laughs> doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's definitely, well, this movie doesn't make any goddamn it's sense. It's definitely not so. gardening. That's not how you do that gardening, John. Pee-peeing on your knees. Okay, uh, so they clean up the garden. Uh, Blue teams up with uh, the uh, wheelhead guy, um, and they're going to kill. Who gets bashed in the head by Shaft. Yeah, he gets bonked by a baseball, baseball bat. bat yeah. And he's, I mean, like... 
this guy's dead. Did you see how big that gash was? Like, he's got two big gashes pretty, on his head. Pretty bad Like, his one. brains are falling out. It's not great. Yeah. Fractured skull. Got a little leakage there. Phineas Gage. Uh, so, their plan is to start at the bottom and kill the pedophile. And you're like, oh, no. Oh. Yeah. Let's, let's pick them off one by no. one. And we'll start oh. with the weakest one. And... So they kill him during movie night, which I recognize that movie. TNT Jackson. TNT Jackson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember watching that. Did we do an episode on that? I don't think we did. Nope. We might have. I don't know. Everybody's seen it, though. Yeah. I'm losing track yeah. of what we have and what we haven't done. Uh, yeah. I thought that was a nice sneak in. Of course, the guys are like, yay, when she fights all the dudes naked. Uh, I'm not sure you could. Uh, I'm not sure what type of movies they show in prison, but it seems like that would be one that you wouldn't want to show. You wouldn't want to just get a bunch of dudes jacking off immediately. Yeah. yeah. I also thought it was weird that they tried to build the. Um, they tried to build like this. Are they going to do it? Are they not going to do it? Because he like he'll walk over, you know, like so far away from the projector, mm -hmm. and then he comes back, mm -hmm. and then he walks back again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyways, he does get shanked to death, uh, and Jimmy finds him, and he vows revenge. Jimmy for the diddler. For the diddler. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's the last straw. Not my best friend in here. Oh God, Jimmy. Dude. Yeah, and you know that just confirms that whole fist thing <laughs> that we talked about earlier. Don't, nope, don't, don't do the, nope, mm -mm, nope. The fist nope, is my power. Oh, he's stupid. Yeah, okay, okay, yes, yeah, that confirms that, that he's dumb. Think. No, not the other thing. Not the other thing. Um, okay, so the warden brings uh, a Stark up to the roof, and he's like, uh, "Hey, you think you're a big shot, and you're getting out of here in a few days?" Oh, yeah. And then he's like, go someplace else now. Why did you bring me up here? You just brought me up here to be sarcastic. Like, uh, now that's it. Okay, bye. Um, and so Stark, he goes to Wheelhead and Blue, and then he tells them to just let this whole thing go. And they're like, nope, not going to do it. Uh, we're going to end it tomorrow, which is either President's Day or Independence Day. It's Independence Day. And he's like... But tomorrow's he's like, we're gonna do it tomorrow. He's like, tomorrow's a holiday. Like, <laughs> what? Can't get revenge. You don't murder on holidays, that. you yeah, fucking idiot. Day off, man. And he's like, you know what tomorrow is, though, right? And he's like, yeah. And then he turns and goes, it's my Independence Day. Wow. <laughs> and you're like, oh god. There was flashes that if it would have done this shit the whole time, I would have been really appointed by this film. But that was one of those moments. But then later, somebody says it's President's Day. Because it doesn't know what's going on. The movie doesn't even know what it's trying to do. It's a holiday. Uh, so, and Stark is getting out in three days now. He's almost there. And uh, he's he's paged over to the garden. In, in, uh, like, uh, Stark, sorry to interrupt your Independence slash President's Day festivities. Uh, could you come to the garden, please? And he's like, oh, those seeds must have popped. I don't think that they would page you for that because I don't think anybody that has paging power gives a shit about your little garden, bud, but whatever. We should also mention that the AG is here and 
that the he's press is here. He's not the AG yet. He's he still be, running. He can never be AG, Jake. Oh, okay. But the uh, the press is here. Yeah. The same lady from the beginning of the movie that was like, aren't you going to do something about that? John McClane. John McClane. Would he be a good AG? No. No. Okay. He wouldn't even be a good what mayor. About- <laughs> Blow it all up. What about that old man from Gran Turismo? What was his name? From Gran Turismo. Uh, you know, the Clint Eastwood movie. What? Gran Torino. Oh, my God. Nope. Clint Eastwood, Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo. <laughs> Get off my Civic. <laughs> That's got a stage three turbo in it. <laughs> <laughs> the, I'm the mayor of. Oh shit! I can't take up the track. I was just gonna reference. Damn it, Laguna Seca. Ma- yeah, <laughs> I'm the mayor of Laguna Seca. Cusco <laughs> <Cusco> Subaru. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. No. No. Uh, the old guy from Gran Torino, Jackie, would he be a good attorney general? No, he would not. No. He's almost dead. <laughs> not even not even a mayor there. He's just a guy that's pissed off at people stepping on his grass. That movie sucks. I'm sorry. I hate that movie. Um, okay, so uh, he's page to the garden. Uh, Jimmy says, don't worry about it. You enjoy you enjoy some patriotism. Patriotism. That's how you say that. Patriotism. Well, they're uh they're actually getting real food. Yeah. And so right. he wants uh Shark Stark, Stark to be able to enjoy mm-hmm. his food warm. Yeah. Enjoy your patriotism. And I'll go. Um so he heads to the uh garden and he gets fishy sense. Like he's like, somebody's here to kill me. So he grabs the rake again and he's like sneaking around and he opens up the garden shed and nobody's there and he's like, huh, I swear somebody was here to kill me. And then he comes back because the plan is idiotic. It is like stupid plan. They're like, we're going to get so-and-so here and then we'll cover all this ground and they'll still be waiting for it. They're just going to, they're just going to hang out. We're going to send both of them out at the same time Uh into places across each other from the prison. They're both going to be like, and then like, until we make it over there to kill the other one. And the plan is, it fucking works. It's uh, inexplicably because th- to get Jimmy, they page him to the infirmary and Stark is like, oh, well, Jimmy's not here. I'll go to the infirmary for him. What are you going to do maybe the infirmary? They're fucking up the plan. They're they're just fucking everything up because they're stupid. Mm. Because the only thing that the one guy cares about that's either the warden or the psychologist or whatever is that. Stark doesn't make it out of this prison so that he can sue it into oblivion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so they go and they're like, okay, so we'll send Stark over to the garden, but we'll capture Jimmy. Because if we just call Jimmy over here, Stark might come with them and there's no way we can handle the, the two of them. Right. So they maybe that's what they're, they're sending the Stark away. Yeah, they got to get him separated. Take Jimmy first. But because when he, when Stark shows up at the wrong place, he says, Blue says, I don't care which one of them goes first. Let's just get them. Yeah. But why would why would Stark be there at all? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Anyways, it doesn't make any sense. Stark goes to over to the infirmary 
Jimmy comes back and he's like, we're Stark. Uh, he went to the infirmary because they paged you. He's like, uh, I didn't hear that because I was inside the prison where there's not pagers. I don't know how I didn't hear that. Um, and uh, he's like, but my stitches came out yesterday. Something's fishy. So he tries to catch up. They're too late. They've got Stark with the with the blanket party and they've sh- shafted him. <laughs> Get it? They've only given him one <coughs> shipping, though, which is usually a mistake. Not enough. Really. Yeah, it's not enough. And so, so is that a real thing? A blanket party? Uh, yeah. Well, I I don't know if it is in prison, but blanket parties in the military um, are where you toss a blanket over somebody you don't like's head and beat them with bags of soap. It's in Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, it's a blanket party because of the uh, way that the units are formed. One guy fucks up, everybody's punished. Yep. So if you got a guy that fucks up constantly, sometimes that guy can get beat up. And I have confirmation that it was a real thing from somebody who I used to work with that was in Korea. So Yeah. Yep. Mm. <coughs> Anyways, they find the body, and uh, the prison goes on lockdown. Uh, they see the press, the inmates see the press, and they're like, fuck this shit, let's riot. And they'll get it on the news, and I don't know what the and then profit. Uh, so they they the prison blows up. Uh, Jimmy goes back to the garden, and he gets some gasoline and a torch, and he goes over to Blue and Whitehead's cell because they're not partaking in the riot. Wheelhead, wheelhead, wheelhead. And uh, he dumps some gas on him, and he's gonna light him on fucking fire if he doesn't get this interrupted isn't right here. Gonna work because that's hooch, and it's only twenty percent alcohol at best. Probably somewhere, probably oh, toilet, toilet wine? wine hovers in. It's what? It was toilet wine. I thought it was gas. If it was no, gas, it's toilet wine. It's toilet wine. I think. Okay. It's toilet wine because they were drinking it earlier. Yeah, why would they have gas in a tool shed, garden shed? Yeah, it's toilet wine, and okay. it's not. It's, it's not probably in the vicinity of eight percent alcohol. Yeah, it's not going to burn. Not going to do shit. Uh, so Jimmy, he gets he gets punched out a little bit by Blue, and he uh he's getting choked, but he gets up, and then he kicks Blue into his cell, and he grabs the torch, lights it on fire, and then everybody, the press and the warden, and everybody rushes in, and they see him, and he's like. Go ahead and kill me, Buster, but I'm going to light these guys on fire unless they confess or whatever. And they do. They confess to stabbing Stark and they're taken away. And Jimmy's like, see, I wasn't actually going to light them on fire. <laughs> yeah, right. You were. You had it in your eyes, man. Mm-hmm. And and so, like, nothing happens to Jimmy. He just goes back to his cell. Like, okay. My job here is done. Lighting. Prison justice. Yeah. But Stark's okay. He, he's fine. He, well, no, you skip over the part where the uh, the campaign is over. Oh. Because April O'Neil was oh, like. Oh, yeah, April O'Neil was there. Because he, like, tries to turn to the camera and is like, yep, see, we got that taken care of. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's the story I'm going to run on sit, run at six, you fucking <laughs> shitbag. Fighting the frizzies at 10. Uh, so Stark's okay. He's released. I uh, he walks by Jimmy and he's like, Hey, I'm going to try to get you out of here too. So that you could be in blood fist four. Seems like I failed because uh, you're not. Does no, I, anybody else realize that he is outside of the prison? It seems like he's outside the prison. Like out in the prison parking lot. Yeah. 
No, there's just there's a big gate that's still like he's just outside of the second perimeter of security to say goodbye. And there's guards there. So he but the gate opens and closes and he has to stay on the inside. But then why is there another gate that the guards escort Jimmy back through? Because that's the second level of security. So there's just gates everywhere. Yes. We just put up gates. We don't this need is ultra one max. gate. Yeah. We just, one good, they have really a good cell gate. Block. We'll go with several smaller, lesser good gates. They have a cell block worse than the prison rape murder cell block. Okay. Yeah. What about, uh, what if we got one of like one of those big door gates like in Jurassic Park? Would that be a good idea for prison? No. no. We mostly those like rolling gates for like, uh, you know, impound locks. Automatic gates because yeah. people are lazy. Okay, uh, we could jump over those gates. Yeah, I know. That's the point. That's why we have so many of them. They're like hurdles. You're gonna tire yourself out, and you can't escape this prison. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense, Sam. No. Uh, all right. So that's the movie. My first question is, why did I pick this? <laughs> I told you not to last week. I was like, you're gonna do Blood Fist and not do Blood Fist One. Well, Blood Fist One is like, a, it's it's just a tournament fighting movie. I didn't. I don't think that there's enough material there. But Where did you hear be- that this was something to watch? Because the reviews on IMDb say that the Nanners business starts with three in this franchise. Yes, and it there does. Is this no is Nanners. the Nanners business. There's the Independence Day. There's a guy petting the cockroach. There's also the guy jacking off. There's there's a bunch of Nanners in here, but there's not enough to consistent. There's not enough of it, and it's not consistent enough. That the movie itself is Nanners. It's just a boring prison movie. Yeah. Uh, maybe they get more bananas after this, but the idea behind that, and I think one of the sentiments is, is that this is when they just start calling whatever Don Wilson yeah, does yeah. at Concord Blood Fist, even though it has nothing to do with Blood Fist. Right. There's only two Blood Fist movies. Yeah, I don't. I, I just I went by the IMDb reviewers, and oh, I just think that like the I story I told, like that Blood Fist is just if you're gonna do a Blood Fist movie, you should just do Blood Fist. Yeah, it's like he, then he fights this guy, and then he fights this guy, and then he fights this guy. It's, it's not a podcast. No, it's a good movie. It's, it's so fun. silly. There's a mystery. Some weird lady who's like almost hot but not quite, and then she takes her shirt off, and you're like, okay, those are nice. <laughs> Like I would have filled an hour and a half, goofy. Sam. <laughs> I know Bloodfist would. I mean, that's the thing, though. You, I don't know if I'll ever pull the trigger on Bloodfist. <laughs> I'll yeah. be honest with you. I think I like it, but <laughs> I know it's better than this. Yeah, well, I don't know if you're going to pull the trigger on Bloodfist. I know Jackie's not going to pull the trigger on Bloodfist. <laughs> I am not going to pull the trigger yeah, on Bloodfist. Based off of my experience with this one, I don't ever want to see another fucking Bloodfist movie again. <laughs> And then the, the what is Blood Fist is a goofy, not as good as Bloodsport or Best of the Best. Mm-hmm. And I just there's a lot of people that really think Best of the Best is a good movie, and I'm like, um, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anybody else got a question? What hey, Sam. is the first lawsuit? That Stark makes out of the uh, once he gets out of prison. Uh, I'm assuming the knife neglect, like like uh, you can't. I mean, no, you have to. There like has to be a, a legal statute broken. Well, I, I'm saying like the provable. family, 
the family of the 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 butt raped and stabbed uh uh kid uh they're going to sue the and, and show that there's like an overabundance of knives in this prison why of course it's you can't neglect, that's it's not, negligence there's negligence no that's le- the word I'm negligence for. okay so yeah. negligence is, is that he could actually that so yeah okay it's that's the kid it's the kid at the beginning his family they sue I feel like you could get about uh, you're, you're looking at a class action suit on the negligence here mm-hmm. probably and it's going to stick yeah. so uh, yeah all right which is boring like even the questions I would ask about this movie are boring <laughs> What's the Legal first questions. book that Don's going to read after <laughs> Samuel Stark's gone? Michelle Obama's book about health. <laughs> what do you think's going to happen with the garden? Uh, like, this movie sucks. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> Who was your favorite prisoner? Um, I'm going with the Italian guy. No, the Italian guy is pretty fun. The, I big like the the, the other too. guy, the big black guy. He's yeah, funny. Toilet, toilet wine maker. Yeah, they they were those fun. Those two are fine, but yeah. they're not enough. It's just like the rest of it. there's there's it's got stuff, mm-hmm. but it's just not enough. It's got bones, but uh, no skin. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Sure let's as hell just... doesn't have those titties from Blood Fist One. Uh. My last question, and Jackie may have already answered it. Uh, should we do any more Blood Fist movies? No, <laughs> you don't get. I'll just jump right in. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I answered this. If you're gonna do a Blood Fist movie, you should do Blood Fist yeah, one. Like, and then I'm like, I don't know that I would ever pull the trigger on Blood Fist, and I'm probably the only person that would do that. What about I Blood thought Fist you four or five or six do. or seven or eight? I think you could. As long as you, but now Blood Fist is untrustworthy. You would have to watch it first and confirm yeah. that it is. And I'm actually at a point now because I've I pulled the trigger on enough lemons like this that I'm starting to watch at least the first twenty minutes. Okay, of yeah. something that I don't yeah. know about be because I don't like it when I do this. Yeah, I, I, I did this yeah, I twice like in a row like last year, and I was like, oh, I gotta start <laughs> watching the first twenty minutes of these movies at least. <laughs> Well, listener, if uh, you have seen all of the Blood Fists and you think that we should, uh, let us know. Uh, email us, talk at sneakermadness.com or reach out to us on Facebook. Uh, maybe somebody there, because we can't trust these IMDb guys, but we would trust you if you guys say, oh, yeah, no, you guys are going to love six or seven. It's like Deadly Prey or some shit that we don't know about. Because that's By the a time lot get to, to wade through to find there's out. There's five of them. One of them's got to be just terrible gold right there's that's the, the 10 hours of blood fist to find something that's worth watching i somebody needs to save us some time yeah uh final recommendations on blood fist three jackie no why not no it's fucking lazy boring bullshit like sam couldn't even talk about this movie at the beginning of our podcast because it's so goddamn lazy and boring because it's a prison movie that he talked about the first blood fist because that's where the that's that's where the information was like how this all got started like he couldn't even talk about it mm-hmm. it was so stupid and boring piece of trivia about this movie is that this lazy piece of shit was where they just started slapping blood fist on whatever yeah right yeah. sam do or don't oh fuck no okay this is boring as shit 
I was because you texted me something and you didn't do a good job texting me that you're watching the Blue Eyed Samurai or whatever. You're like, this shit's amazing. I'm like, oh, wow. Blood Fist 3 is that good, huh? So I'm watching this and I'm getting mad at you. (laughs) I am angry at you because you're telling me that this is hot shit. And I'm like, this is the most boring fucking thing we've picked in like three fucking years. (laughs) You think this is good? I texted him afterwards. I was like, you're fucking crazy. Blood Fist is awful. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, no, I was watching Blue Eyed Sam. I'm like, oh, good, because if you liked that movie, you suck. <laughs> so no, don't watch Blood Fist 3. I'm mad. Uh, it's a don't for me, too. I didn't like it. Did not like it. Uh, it was, hey, you know, the thing is, that's not like, I can't state the pedophile thing enough. No, like, who fucking sucks. thought that that was a good idea? Oh, it's sympathetic character. He's weak and he's lost in prison. You make that character an embezzler, you fucking asshole, not a pedophile. Are you fucking kidding me? And it also really showcases that you need to get some things going around Don Wilson. Because from an acting perspective, when he's on screen, you can tell that that guy is a kickboxing champion and not an actor. Man, he flubs some lines hard. He's like... Zoned out half the really time. Really checked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that vacant look in his eyes every time that they do a close up on that man was like, Are you there? And, and he's standing next <laughs> to Richard Roundtree, and Richard Roundtree is a legitly good actor. Yeah, he got pigeonholed because of Shaft, but he's actually a good he's actor. Very good. And you're like, Oh, God, Richard Roundtree, this sucks for you, bud. But well, even when he's making his big speech in the garden, mm-hmm, right? Mm hmm when he's holding the baseball bat and shit, like the Don Wilson just checks out. Like, he's like, can I go sit over there? He's Uh. doing his acting now. Like he doesn't legitimately get how this is supposed to work. I kick people in the face. Yeah. All right. Well, it's a three way don't from us. So don't, uh, next week on the podcast is Sam's pick. Um, I do also want to say that I was going to shift from uh, 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 Blood Fist 3 to Nonsensical November because I did find one. It's called The Last Days of American Crime on Netflix. It's supposed to be fucking stupid as shit, uh, but it's two and a half hours. So, Sam, if you can find a Nonsensical November pick, that would I'm, be I'm great. the Nonsensical November. Then I don't know what I'm going to pick, so I'm going to have to look again. Right. So I will scour the interwebs for the nonsense and I will watch the first 20 minutes of it good first. Man. Good man, you're a better man than I am. I can never be like you. Uh, sorry. Um, have a great week, guys. Get to the chopper. 